Hey killer bees, it's Paula B from PaulaBFitness.com and welcome to the Let's Run podcast where every Tuesday we talk about fitness matters that matter to you and this one, it matters. We're talking about weight loss, something that matters so much that I actually turned it into a five-part series. Today is finally part five. You guys, in part one, we talked about my personal weight loss story. In part two, we talked about getting started and what you can do on your weight loss journey. Part three, we talked about the mind field that is mindset issues. Last week, part four, we talked about the muddle in the middle. And today, we are talking about hitting your goal weight and keeping it off forever. Sounds simple, right? But you know what? I've always got something to say about simple things, you guys. We are going for a really nice walk today. That means that I don't have any intervals set. If you would like some, please feel free to take the time and set them now. And if you're going to be running, make sure that you get warmed up before we get going. And you guys, when you're ready, totally ready for this one. Let's run. No, let's walk. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm already walking. I said, let's walk. Let's walk, my friends. You guys, this I'm so excited for this one. You have no idea. This month, can we just talk about this for like a hot minute before we get into the topic at hand today? Can we just talk about the weight loss series and how, how amazing this has been with five parts to really delve into this topic? You know, every day on a, like a daily basis, I talk to somebody about losing weight. I mean, it's literally my job, but I talk to somebody either, you know, mostly on social media, truly, much more so than in real life. But I have, this has been super eye-opening for you, I know, because I've gotten lots of comments, lots of feedback about, oh my gosh, you know, the way that, that you've presented it just makes so much more sense and it's so different from everything that I hear from literally everybody else in the world who wants you to, you know, eat less and move more and all that kind of stuff. But it's been really eye-opening for me. And I think that that's what I enjoy so much about the Let's Run podcast just in general is what a conversation it is because the more I bring a topic to you and then you come back to me with comments or questions, the more I understand what it is that you need because frankly, as a fitness trainer, as somebody who has made you know, fitness my entire life and somebody who has successfully lost weight and kept it off, Honestly, sometimes I'm not really even aware of some of the information that's out there in the world right now. I know what works. I know I know how the body works. I understand the mind-body connection so much more so now than I did when I was losing weight. But I kind of sometimes... I forget what it was like to feel lost. I forget what it was like to have to sift through all kinds of information and decide for myself like what's important and what do I really want to do and what can I do. And truly, some of that for me was that social media just didn't exist then the way it does now. There is so much more information and frankly misinformation readily available to us all at any given moment. It's, it's not any harder to lose weight now than it ever has been, but honestly it's harder to 
it's harder to think about losing weight than it ever has been. The fact is, especially on social media, you can surround yourself with people who talk about how hard it is to lose weight. And then you can really believe that. You can surround yourself with information that's meant to honestly make you feel bad about yourself and your choices. You can be constantly bombarded with images and thoughts and ideas that don't help you, honestly. And navigating your way through that is part of what we're going to talk about today. When you're at goal weight, things change. And it's really interesting and, and exciting how different it is on the other side of weight loss. Because the fact is, on the other side, in order to successfully keep your weight off, you're actually going to have to turn off a lot of the, the stuff that was going on in your head when you were losing weight. And I know that, I, I know that for lots of us, you know, we go through the weight loss journey and we're just looking forward to the end when we can eat whatever we want anymore. I mean, right? Isn't that, isn't that part of why we started this? And I have to tell you that being on the other side, I've learned that A, if you are not eating whatever you want while you're losing weight, you're going to have a really hard time keeping it off. But also B, on the other side, there's just, there's a lot of other things to think about. And that's the good news. My friends, my friends, let's talk about hitting your goal weight. All right. First of all, let's just take a quick little minute right now. Cause if you're not there, if you're like pre watching this before you're at goal weight, which I, I'm assuming most of you are, but I don't know, maybe, maybe you're long since done with weight loss. And this is just kind of a fun little walk for us. But if you're not there yet, I want you to take a minute and just picture what it's going to feel like to be at your goal weight. And hopefully you've been picturing this for a while. If you're really early on in your weight loss journey, let me give you a little preview. This is the kind of thing that is going to help you all along your way. Picturing what you're going to feel like after you've met your goal is part of the process of getting to your goal. That mental visualization of seeing yourself successful is really important. And then when you are in the successful part, you get to really feel it and embody it. Doesn't that feel wonderful? Success, ta-da, goal weight, ta-da. Now let me start off this episode by telling you, kind of like I did last time, you might not have any problems getting to goal weight, staying at this weight for the rest of your life. You might absolutely, you have my permission to sail through this part of the weight loss journey and never think about it again. I personally had a little bit more trouble with the being done than I did with the losing. Uh, to be fair, as we discussed, I mean, if you haven't watched it, let me give you the, the brief version. I 
struggled for a long time before I actually got started. So I had a lot of a lot of mindset issues, a lot of physical issues, a lot of I don't know what to do, a lot of procrastination, a lot of nonsense going around in my head before I got started. Once I got started, the weight loss process was pretty linear. I didn't struggle with it very much. I didn't really lose motivation. I I really, truly lost weight relatively easy. Not fast, not fast at all. Took me nine months to lose 30 pounds, but I didn't, I didn't really have any backslide. I didn't really have any pushback. I didn't really think too hard about it when I was in it. But when I got to the end, there were other things waiting for me. Now, if you have dealt with mindset issues and you're at the end of the weight loss journey and you're feeling really good, let me tell you, none of this has to apply to you. You might have figured it out and you might go ahead and go on to success without any further trouble. And I really hope that's the case for you. I hope that this is one of those extraneous episodes where you're like, yeah, that doesn't really apply to me. However, <laughs> if, if you're here at the end and you're kind of like, what now? What is my life like now? What do I do now? How do I stay successful? How do I live with this? Let's talk about that. Because my friends, I know a lot of us started the weight loss journey thinking, okay, when I get to the end, I can just be done and then I can you know, go back to my regular life. And I don't mean this to sound like bad news, but if you go back to doing all those things that you were doing when you weren't happy with your weight, you're pretty likely to not be happy with your weight anymore. Some of, some of what's waiting for you on the other side of weight loss is similar to weight loss. And some of it is just unlike anything you've done before or during. And I think that, honestly, is what was hard for me. You know, losing weight for me, I had been thin before. I had been thin, I had been heavy. I had been thin, I had been heavy several times. So I didn't worry so much about getting thin. I knew I could get thin. I didn't know for sure if I could stay thin. That's where a lot of my mindset issues came in after I had lost the weight. The fact is, my friends, when you're done losing weight, the only real thing that changes is your goal. You know, you've had it in your mind for so long, this one goal, I wanna lose weight, I'm losing weight, I'm losing weight, I'm losing weight. Suddenly, you don't have that goal anymore. The thing that changes far, far more than eating pizza for breakfast or, or doing you know, nothing for exercise or all those things that you, you kind of thought maybe you were looking forward to getting back to, the things that you did to lose weight, you know, exercising regularly, paying attention to what you're eating, those things don't really change. They change subtly. You don't have to be so focused on them. But truly the thing, the big thing that changes is your goal. And I think what trips up a lot of people is that they don't realize that they have another goal. For lots of us, 
We're losing weight for so long. We've been thinking about losing weight for so long before that. For many of us, myself included, I had been thinking about slash trying to slash worrying about my weight since I was nine years old. For varying degrees at varying different times, it was always, always, always on my mind. Suddenly I was at this goal weight and I didn't have to think about it anymore. My friends, that's different. That's really different. And I don't know about you, but I know how I react to things that are different than things that are changed. I freak out a little bit. <sighs> when you're done, you get to be done. You, my friends, have a new goal. You want to stop worrying about your weight. And I know that makes a lot of sense. You're hearing it and you're like, well, of course I want to stop worrying about my weight, but I want you to think about what that feels like. Like truly let that sink in for a minute because I know that you and I both know plenty of people in the world who are a perfectly healthy weight who still worry about their weight, who still calculate calories or think about, well, I can't eat this or I have to do that. You and I both know people like that. And my friends, my goal for you is to not have to do that anymore. So let's talk about your new goal. Let's talk about what it's going to be like when you stop worrying about your weight. What is that going to feel like? Well, I tell you what, my friend, your brain is not going to know what to do with that. We are, we are hardwired. I mean, like this isn't even like a, oh, society tells us we have to worry about our weight. No, no, no. Your brain literally evolved to solve problems. Like it's why we are where we are in, in human evolution is because we figured out how to solve a couple of like really small problems long, long time ago. And then the problems got more complex and we figured out how to solve those. And then our brain was like, hey, I wonder if I can solve something more complex than that. Your brain wants to solve problems. It's good at solving problems. It's why we all love Candy Crush and you know escape rooms and <laughs> jigsaw puzzles. We love to solve problems. But here's the thing. Let's go back. Let's go in the way back machine where we talked about this. I think it was episode two. No, I know it was episode two where we talked about all kinds of things, but episode two where we talked about how much your brain and your body love to stay the same. Depending on how long you've been thinking about this problem, for me, by the time I lost weight, I had been thinking about it for 30 years. Your brain has gotten real efficient at thinking about that problem. Your brain would love to continue thinking about that problem as a problem that it needs to solve for the rest of your life. I mean, why change, right? <laughs> And why, why solve a new problem? I've already got this problem. I can solve this problem. Let's solve this problem. I love to solve problems. Let's solve the problem of your weight. If your weight is no longer a problem, your brain might still be trying to solve it. And my friend, that means that you need to, A, tell your brain to stop solving the problem of your weight because it's already solved, but B, 
give your brain a different problem to solve. It's truly the easiest thing to, not, okay, let me back up. It's not easy to find a new problem because that sounds really funny, like I have to have another problem, but the easiest way to stop your brain from solving one problem is to give it a different problem. That's all I meant by easy. Uh, this, this process can be, it's simple, it's not easy. It never is, it never is. You know, I don't think I've ever used the word easy in anything other than like an ironic manner. When I say that word, I almost never mean it. Life, life is very simple. It's rarely easy. But here's what I mean. If your problem for however long has been, how do I lose weight? How can I lose weight? Let's lose weight. How am I gonna lose weight? You need to ask your brain a different question. Give it a different problem to solve. And the way that I kind of picture this in my mind is, do you remember that scene from the opening of Indiana Jones where he's like looking at the, the little idol that he wants and he's got the bag of sand and he's trying to like mentally weigh it and then he like switches it like, ta-da, he didn't even notice, right? Here's the bag of sand and I have the golden idol. This is pretty much what you're gonna do with your brain. You're going to let your brain solve the problem of your weight in a different way. Ask your brain how you can stop worrying about your weight. Set it to that task. Imagine what it'll be like to not worry about your weight. And while you're doing this, you guys, you guys, this is the only time I am ever, 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 ever going to tell you that you can have more than one goal at a time. Your goal is to stop worrying about your weight, but your other goal is something else. Whatever else of your choice. <sighs> Here at the end of weight loss, you can do anything you want. Did you picture that when you first started losing weight? I know you kind of did. I know you were kind of like, oh, wouldn't it be really nice to just, you know, feel good, to feel comfortable, to, you know, wear a bikini, to be able to go for a walk and not get out of breath, those kinds of things. But did you know that you get to set like goals for yourself, like physical goals for yourself? You, you can do anything. You can try doing pull-ups. You can do a push-up challenge. You can run a 5K. You, you could run more than that. You can do anything with your post-weight loss body that you want to. You could be a bikini figure competitor. You could be a marathoner. You could do anything. You can bike right across the country. You could do anything. I'm trying to come up with more things that you might like to do. I've got lots of them in my head. What do you have in your head? You wanna climb mountains? You wanna hike canyons? You can do anything. And that is an important thing to think about. Because here at the end, when your goal is to stop worrying about your weight, you're going to need something else to think about, another problem to solve. And I don't mean to tell you that like running a 5K is a problem, but I do mean to tell you that you're going to need to engage your brain in some other activity so that it will stop worrying about your weight. 
Now the other thing that you're gonna need to do, and this one is definitely harder, I know, I, I already told you it was simple but not easy, but this one is simple but not easy at all. You have to trust yourself to stay at this weight. Now that's obviously part of not worrying about your weight is trusting yourself, but have you ever really thought about that? On the daily, I hear, and by hear I mean read because I'm talking about social media, I hear the things that people are saying about, oh, I can't trust myself around cake. Oh, I can't trust myself. If I stop exercising today, I'll never come back to it. Have you ever really thought about what you're saying to yourself and about yourself when you say that, when you feel that? My friends, it's a mindset issue. <laughs> it's the mindset issue that I struggled with mightily, which is why I bring it up to you. I know that lots of us know that there's a real danger of gaining the weight back as soon as you've lost it, or even you know years later, of gaining the weight back. This is why. This right here. These, these two things, that you're, you have not given your brain another problem to solve, that your weight was still a problem to solve, and that you have not learned how to trust yourself to be here, here in this new body. It's all different, and I don't mean any of this to sound, I don't know, extraordinarily scary, but it is something that you are going to have to think about and deal with in one way or another. Now, honestly, I didn't personally know that this was coming. <laughs> when, I, when I lost the weight, I, I didn't really, well, honestly, I didn't think about a lot of things. It's very interesting to me to look back at my own weight loss journey and think about how I truly just muddled through and in so many ways, I was really, really lucky. What happened when I got to the end of my weight loss journey was that I had already started solving another problem. I had found running. And as soon as I found that, then I was on to not other goals right away because I did still want to lose the weight until I was at my goal weight. But I really, I was figuring out how I could run a 5K. I was figuring out how I could, you know, make running part of my life. I was already kind of thinking ahead to when I do more than 5Ks. I was already naturally moving away from solving the problem of my weight because I was solving a different problem. What was so hard for me was trusting myself. I remember, I remember for probably at least a year after I lost weight, waking up every day and like wanting to look in the mirror, am I still this weight? <laughs> like somehow I was gonna gain weight overnight. I remember every time I went clothes shopping, taking in at least three pairs of pants because I didn't know which one was gonna fit. I thought for sure that even though the number on the scale was staying the same and it was totally fine, I thought for sure that I was actually still that bigger size and that somehow this was a mistake. I remember, well, I actually, I stayed on the eating plan that I was doing. Again, not an advertisement, <laughs> or I'm not even advocating it. It's just, it's just what worked for me. I continued drinking a shake for breakfast and a shake for lunch and having a sensible meal for dinner. All told, I think I did that for about three years. It took me nine months to lose weight, and two years after that, before I really trusted myself. 
mentally, I was kind of doing the mental work. Because, because I was running and because I had running goals, I was butting up against lots of pushback on that mentally, not physically. Well, some physically too. I mean, I had some injuries from you know doing too much too soon and well, mostly just doing too much too soon. <laughs> I feel like I've told I feel like I've told that story numerous times. Not even one story. I I was injured a lot when I very first started running because I was so enthusiastic about it that I just kept running more and more and more and faster and faster and faster and paid no attention to what was going on with my body because that was before I truly understood the mind body connection the way I do now because I've had 13 years of experience with it. But a lot of like mental pushback from seeing myself as somebody who was capable of running, seeing myself as somebody who was capable of following through, seeing myself as athletic at all in any manner. I had, I had a lot of mental work to do that really focused much more so around exercising than around necessarily my body. But it helped me, because I had to figure out those problems, it helped me maintain my weight. It helped me learn to trust myself. And so here's what I'm gonna tell you about the trusting yourself process. Perhaps you have already done all the work necessary. Depending on how long it took you to lose weight, you might already feel really confident in your ability to follow through. You might already feel really confident in your ability to make good choices. I mean, for heaven's sakes, it's been somewhere between two months and two years that you have had to make really good choices about what you're eating. You might not think about that anymore. This part might be really, well, easy <laughs> for you. This part, you might have already done a lot of this mental work. That'd be pretty cool, huh? You know, it's rare that I, it's rare that I get to the advice giving part of our, of our episode when I'm kind of unsure that you need the advice. Weight loss is so funny like that. And this is the thing that I have actually enjoyed the most about this five-part series is, for me, solving the problem of what might you be butting up against and what might not be a problem for you at all. It's so interesting that we can all have the same sort of goal and the same sort of journey and yet have it be so different at the same time. My friends, here on the other side of weight loss, things are the same and they are different. Let's talk really quickly about just like practical brass tacks. I know that I, know that I do tend to talk a lot more about mindset and like things you might be thinking, but I know you probably actually have questions about how many calories should I be eating when I am maintaining my weight? And I want you to know that it's, it's still part of the mindset thing. It's why I brought up the mindset stuff first, because when your goal is to stop worrying about your weight, it doesn't mean that you're going to pretend to stop worrying about it and eat whatever you want and just let the chips fall where they may. No, it means that you, you already know what your body needs. You have truly learned 
how to eat in moderation and not feel guilty about treats. You have truly learned what feels right, what feels good, what hunger feels like, what being full feels like, what doing nice things for your body feels like. I hope that you have learned all those things on your weight loss journey so that when you transition into this post weight loss world, that it actually is pretty easy, that you can stop counting calories because you know what you're eating, that you can stop worrying about what the scale is going to say today because you know it's going to say more or less the same thing that it said yesterday. It's going to say more or less the same thing that it said last month, that it's going to stay. I mean, I'll give you like a three pound window. Generally speaking, generally speaking, I got about three pounds, more or less, that it tends to be in that range, depending on, you know, cycles and water and all those kinds of things. When you're on this side of weight loss, you don't need to worry. That's pretty cool, right? But since your brain is going to worry <laughs> about something, I do want you to be intentional about what you give it to worry about. Because if you don't, and I don't mean this to sound like a dire warning, if you don't, your body's going to, your brain is going to sabotage you and, and make weight your problem again. It could happen. It could. And if, if you do find yourself starting to gain, Remember, first of all, that you're capable of losing weight. Remember, second of all, that it's just your brain trying to solve a problem. Solve a new problem. Come up with something else. I know, this is a lot to think about again today. Here we are, we're supposed to be in like the golden, I've done it, I'm all done, and it's all easy now part, but here I have still given you something else to think about, <laughs> my friends. Oh my gosh. I hope that this series has been as fun and interesting and enlightening and as conversation provoking for you as it has been for me. I feel like, I feel like today wasn't nearly the wrap up that I kind of wanted it to be and that maybe you wanted it to be. You know, everybody loves a happy ending and here I am telling you that your ending is kind of open-ended and you still have, you know, things to figure out. <laughs> in some ways, isn't that the good news? I mean, truly, if we're not solving problems, if everything is easy, then you don't have that contrast. You don't, know, you don't know what good is unless you have the bad. You don't know what easy is unless you have the difficult. So let, let your post-weight loss world be easy in some respects by letting yourself have difficulty in others. That's my wrap up. That's all I got you guys. <laughs> Keep solving problems. There it is. There's the answer to life. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and stop this now. Thank you so, 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 so much for walking and or running with me today. You guys, if you do have questions, comments, etc., you know, I, I know you do. Please come find me somewhere on social media. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment on YouTube. If you're on Instagram or Facebook, there's links down below for that. No matter where you're watching or listening, there's always links to pretty much everything. Thank you so much for joining me on this weight loss journey. Make sure that you hit the subscribe or follow button and I'll see you next week.